the Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 806 on the Morning Jam. This gentleman is running for one of the uh, at-large seats, City Council Lynchburg. Larry Taylor on the line. Good morning, Larry. Uh, praise the Lord, Mark. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Well, uh, Larry, we are continuing to, to get to know our candidates as early voting has already started in Lynchburg. And uh, this is a, a, a crucial vote for the city of Lynchburg this year as, uh, as there are some uh, very strong conservative candidates who are, are up for uh, can, uh, candidates for city council, you being one of them. And we're excited about that. Well, thank you. Now, uh, we talked on Friday about uh, something that you were doing on Saturday. So before we get into uh, the candidate races, I want I want you to tell the folks a little bit about this uh, event that took place on Saturday. A lot of people don't know that you have kind of taken it upon yourself to make uh, play spaces and park spaces in your own neighborhood uh, without the help of public funds and public input. Tell us a little bit about those projects. Well, it's uh, called Tulip Street Children's Park Extension. There was a dilapidated house next to the park, and I decided to buy that property and extend the children's park. Little, well, girls, in the, little girls in the neighborhood say, Mr. Taylor, we... Uh, you got basketball goals here and things for little children, but you don't have anything for us preteen girls. So <laughs> that, that's the goal. Okay. Give them something. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, now, pe- what people may not know is that Tulip Street Park area, you also made that happen, did you not? Uh, yes, ma'am. We uh, bought another rundown house, and it was a house next to it had, that had already fallen down. We acquired that property also. And... The no Walls Ministry, along with Rivermont Presbyterian Church, and a lot of good folks here in Lynchburg made that happen. Well, um, that's that's one of the things mm-hmm. that we admire so much about you is you you walk the talk, Larry, and mm-hmm. and that's really important, and that's the kind of thing that we need on city council in Lynchburg. Tell us uh, if if you do win city council seat, what are going to be your top priorities as a council person? To represent the people of Lynchburg, there's a lack of representation down downtown for the citizens of Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my conversations with people throughout the city, that's what I hear. Who represent us downtown, Larry? I want to be, represent the people. Gotcha. Gotcha. And my, that... goal, my goal is to bring government back to the people. Right. So when you go out and and you talk to people and and we know you do that even even the preteen girls who are fussing because they don't have something to do, mm-hmm. um, what are the things that the that your constituents are most concerned about right now? Public safety. You know mm-hmm. why why can't our police do their job without being criticized? Mm. Okay. Uh, schools. We we don't want little boys pretending to be a girl one day just to get in the girl's bathroom. Mm-hmm. We, we, if, if you was born a boy, you're still a boy. Okay. All right. Uh, and it, public housing, a low-income housing where people can, individual homes where people can afford. Right right now, uh, a three-bedroom or two-bedroom house in Lynchburg costs you $1,200 a month. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got people that can't afford that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, we just had this incident at James Crossing where yes. that was basically condemned. condemned. Yeah. I mean, it was the the conditions of that building mm-hmm. w- was just terrible. Yes. And that, that just didn't happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's happened over time. A lot of people say they, they have been advocates for James Crossing for 15, 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have been an advocate going into these places, seeing the conditions of these places, you ought to have been doing something then. Yep. You don't, you don't wait until election election year, send a fire marshal in and condemn a building saying this is bad. Well, yeah, and then people are left out on the street with nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. At a time when rents are going through the roof. That's exactly right. So if people want to find out more about um, what it is that you stand for, um, uh, find out more about your campaign, what's the best way for them to do that? They go to my website, Larry Taylor for Lynchburg. Okay. It's, uh, yes, that's, that's Larry Taylor for Lynchburg. is Facebook. Anybody can reach out to it and comment or read it and support Larry, I have one one question for you because this is the second time that you ran. Uh, you ran for an individual seat last time, if I'm not mistaken. What what have you learned about this process of of running for uh, city government that that has helped you this second go around? Well, this time I got the support. I got I got a party behind me. I got the Republican Party behind me, mm-hmm. and they're supporting do? me hundred percent. And and that is. That's a blessing in itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I learned, you know, I'm a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I came into being where uh, the schools was being integrated, and we, we formed relationships then. Mm-hmm. And some of those relationships we have with other races, I still have, even as a child. Yeah. And uh, I'm a trailblazer. Yeah, and and and, th- and thanks to the Republican Party, I'm blazing another trail. There you go, <laughs> and and I have to tell you, or tell our listeners, you know, when you when you meet somebody's child, uh, not always because some kids go go wrong, no matter what you do, and they can be in the best mm-hmm. environment. But I've met your son, and uh, you know, he is a reflection of his dad, and and his heavenly father even more. And yeah. I I just so appreciate his talents and his humble heart. And and I think he I think he inherited some of that from you, brother. <laughs> you know what? I, and, and one of the things I was asked one time: What is the most important thing you have done? First of all, the Lord Jesus Christ being my Savior. Second, raising a man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I raised. Yes. As yeah. a matter of fact, I raised three men. See, I've not met your other boys. I'm I'm going to have to <laughs> I'm going to have to have that privilege to meet your other sons. That's that's so yeah. cool. Well, Larry, be careful out there on the trail, and um, you know, keep keep speaking the truth like you always have. And we're we're very hopeful that that the Lynchburg community is going to respond. We have uh, put up the Larry uh, for Lynchburg dot com, and uh, we have we have that uh, up on our Facebook page. You want to get to know Larry? That's a good way to do it. And uh, as always, we encourage you to vote your values, whatever they are. If your values align with Larry, then. There you go. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Y'all have a blessed day. You You too. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.
we have uh, put up the Larry uh, for Lynchburg.com and uh, we have we have that uh, up on our Facebook page. You want to get to know Larry, that's a good way to do it. And uh, as always, we encourage you to vote your values, whatever they are. If your values align with Larry, then there you go. Thank, Thank you so you. much. We appreciate you. you. Y'all have a blessed day. You, you too. too. Yep. I love him. Yep, I do too. Just a great guy. He's the real deal, and I've had chances to sit down and talk with him, at, and even before he ever thought about running for politics. Right. And he is not your typical politician. He's not. I mean, just, just the whole thing with, with buying the uh, buying the, the dilapidated property mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. and, and making a, a park. I mean... Yeah. That's just amazing. Yeah. Who does that? Larry Taylor. That's La- who does that. Larry Taylor. I never realized how happy you made me, oh, oh, Mandy. Which was a dog, by the way. This song is written about a dog. Yeah. Yeah, sure was. Why did you send Mandy away? I don't know. <laughs> Barry, why did you do it? Don't do it. There are so many songs that are written about dogs that people don't realize. Shannon. Shannon, also written about a dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There are things that dogs understand and know about you. Mm. Do you know what they are? Uh, First of all, your dog knows when you're sad. Mm. Have you ever experienced that? Yep, yep, I have. You know, when you're when you're upset and then mm-hmm. the dog comes over right. and starts cuddling up next to you mm-hmm. um, and you're like, I think this dog knows that something's uh, something's wrong. Dogs provide comfort during difficult times. Uh, their love is unconditional and pretty inspirational mm-hmm. uh, for sure. My son's dog, uh, Bella, mm-hmm. who is a Pyrenees Golden, that dog is not just sympathetic to the one she loves she can tell when anyone is sad right right and she will come and literally like lay on you like i'm gonna absorb Mm -hmm. all your sadness uh so they're they're pretty in tune that way right uh your dog knows when you're being unfair Mm -hmm. a study found in the journal of proceedings of the national academy of sciences found that when a dog sees you giving more attention to another pet in the house they can become distressed and anxious. Hmm. Now, I will tell you, when I'm giving treats out, mm-hmm. they line up like, you know, like the, the Von Trapp children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, waiting, <laughs> they're waiting for their treats. Uh, they know when you've set new priorities. Okay. Uh, for example, if you bring home a new baby. Your dog will pick up on the fact that he or she is not getting the most attention anymore. Mm-hmm. It can lead to depression right. and resentment. Okay. I will say Winston will start getting very annoying just mm-hmm. when I'm on the phone. Okay. Yeah. I, and my priorities have shifted away from them. Even if I'm not doing anything with him, he is such a brat. Mm-hmm. He, he knows when that changes. Buddy, my buddy dog, when we got Rogan in. And Rogan was a baby because mm-hmm. he was only five five weeks old, I right. think, when I got him, and and was tiny, and he right. required a lot of attention. But he did get depressed, I think, mm-hmm. and he stayed away from home right. a lot. Mm-hmm. He was very annoyed and put out with us. Right. He's over it now, right? Right. But it took months. Well, yeah, they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also know when you're mad. Mm, yeah. They don't like to disappoint. Mm -hmm. They can sense emotions and body language with an upset parent. Yeah. 
um, when you're upset, he gives you those, you know, those puppy dog eyes. Right, sure. When, like when you say to, <laughs> to Ollie, who did this? Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we had one of those recently. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? Oh, he just like his tail goes down, right? Like flat, ears down. You know, yeah, ears down. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll go over to, you know, we bought this little doggy house. We thought we'd let them sleep in there, but then they wouldn't stay in it. Right. He'll go into that little doggy house in the bedroom because oh. it's got a nice soft pillow in it. Right. And he'll just go, I'm safe here. And he doesn't make any <laughs> eye contact. Um, oh no, absolutely not. Yeah. They say instead of disciplining your dog when you're mad, mm-hmm. take a pause. And once the tension... Wait, was that a pun? P-A-U-S-E. Okay, sorry. And give, maybe even give the dog a treat. And mm-hmm. once it's gone, grab the dog leash and take your pet for a nice long walk. Okay. And then you'll both feel better. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. And then finally, um, your dogs know when you're afraid. Mm-hmm. Certain types of dogs may react by trying to protect you. Others will be just as afraid of you are as yeah, you are. Yeah. But almost all dogs can sense when an owner is feeling afraid mm. or anxious. Interesting. Yep. And next time you're in public talking to your dog in that baby-like voice, don't be self-conscious because your dog knows when you want him or her uh, to do by that tone. He associates that tone with you talking yeah, to him. Something happy, yeah. So if mm-hmm. people are giving you a weird look, tell them. Go on. This is my kid. This is my kid. My, <laughs> this is my fur kid. <laughs> it is interesting that they know all that yeah. about us. I love me some dogs. I do too. We'll be back. Got to go to break. Yeah. We've hey. got uh, uh, some information with uh, with Hurricane. Yeah, yeah. We're going in. to uh, play replay our interview with Matt Ferguson from the 6 o'clock hour. He gives us an update on, A breakdown. on the storm and what, what to expect in our listening area. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. 8.23 here on the Morning Jam. Wow. Well, Colt was going to come in and record some stuff after the show, but he came early and he brought Coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Coffee and nauseous. <laughs> I line Joe Beans to get some coffee, and I was really hungry, so I got this. <laughs> it is so cold outside. It's it like is. 44 degrees. Isn't it morning. great? It, it hasn't got much warmer than it was this morning. It when is I great. Fall is the best time of year because the trees are still full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, then the cool weather, you can get out and hike and so forth. Well, yeah. and, and you don't have to have your air on. Right. But it's not so cold that you have to have your heat on. Exactly. I mean, it's just, ugh. Yeah, I your electrical fall could always last. goes down in the fall a little bit and goes down in the spring a little bit. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to uh, replay our interview here with, uh, with Matt Ferguson this morning. That way you can get an update on the weather, too, as we're drinking our coffee. And how to prepare, yeah. because we are going to have to do some preparation in this area. Not, in. not like yeah. Florida. I had a, somebody send me a meanwhile in Florida. Uh, okay. mean, we'll share that in a minute. Okay. okay. Good morning, Mark and Janet. How are you doing? Uh, doing we're doing good. doing good. Uh, you know, we're not in the midst of the storm quite yet. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we wanted to talk to you uh, about what's coming to Florida and eventually Virginia. So what's what's the latest there, uh, Mr. Meteorologist? OK, as of this morning, Ian is a category four hurricane. So that means winds 140 miles per Jeez. hour. So this is definitely going to be a very uh, strong 
Category 4 storm when it hits, and then we've got to deal with this for days to come. So uh, here's what happens today. So 140-mile-per-hour winds making landfall this afternoon, basically between Sarasota and Naples. So if you're familiar with that area, and Mm -hmm. I know, Mark, you are, uh, around Port Charlotte looks to be uh, where it could be the worst uh, later this afternoon. Now, it slowly moves across the state of Florida. Florida, the state, is about 70 miles uh, wide, mm-hmm. and um, it takes over a day to go across the state wow. up toward Orlando. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at one to two feet of rain Gosh. dropping up the I-4 corridor, Wow, uh, which is, is, is going to be crazy. That's heading and right then, to Disney. Then, Dan, that's why yeah. Disney's closed. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so you're talking about 100 and, uh, well, around 50 to 100 mile per hour winds all the way across the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. And then also the potential for tornadoes. Now, this storm does reemerge into the Atlantic off the coast of Daytona Beach, and that's going to be early Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Could turn back into a tropical storm or hurricane. Um, probably going to be a tropical storm, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets up close to hurricane status before it hits again in and around the Savannah, Georgia area, and that would be um, later in the day on Friday as a tropical storm or hurricane. So a wind's probably 60, maybe 75 miles per hour there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Damage there, heavy rain, flooding, uh, potentially uh, tornadoes as well. So then it goes up through South Carolina, North Carolina, and right up into our area, uh, as we head into the weekend. So I thought I'd touch on the weekend for us. Yeah. Of course, it could change because we're going to be uh, seeing a lot of things going on before it gets here. So a uh, Saturday would be the worst for us as far as wind and uh, heavy rain. So uh, Saturday winds could gust anywhere between 20 and 40 miles per hour. That's across the central Virginia area. But you head up into the mountains, I wouldn't be surprised to see winds uh, 40 to 60 miles per hour, especially the higher elevations, okay. uh, possibly some tornadoes around here as well over the weekend. But um, we are going to have a lot of cool air in place, so that might help us with severe weather. But we're still going to have strong winds and heavy rain. And looking at anywhere between about two and four inches of rain across our area, and depending on how quickly this storm system moves out of here depends on how much rain we get and how much flooding is possible and there are some signs that this storm could stall over our area Hmm. until tuesday oh wow so that could mean a lot of flooding in our region so i know i went over a lot there in a short amount of time but um definitely a storm system that is going to wreak havoc across the southeast for days to come are you are you thinking this uh, power outage is possibly with all this wind and we should kind of prepare almost like Florida but not quite as as tragic Absolutely. as what they're going to be looking at but um, yeah all, all of my furniture on the deck yeah uh, patio furniture yes. umbrellas I'm putting all that away just because yeah. uh, with, with the winds uh, up to 40 miles per hour yeah. around here uh, you definitely want to do that tie down any <laughs> trash cans around the house right. And then also we have to worry about the potential for flooding. It's been a rainy summer. Of course, here lately it's been a little bit dry. Right. But um, 
with all this rain coming, mm-hmm. uh, could be dealing with flash flooding as well. Right. So make sure your storm drains are cleared and, and all those kinds of things so the water can go down into the systems like it's supposed to. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you mm-hmm. so much for uh, for sharing that information with us. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. It's going to be uh, going to be interesting, especially for sure the weather nerds out there. Not that you're a weather nerd. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not putting me in that category. But, well, hey, let, if you want to, that's fine. I'm yeah. called worse. Hey, there are a lot. There are a lot of people though that are, that are just fascinated. Oh, they when love stuff it. like this come in. Jim Arnold, I used to work with at Spirit FM. I mean, he loved. Yeah. following the weather he right. was just a weather geek there's a and, reason uh, there's a weather channel and he knew sure. all those term terms and i said what what, <laughs> what? thanks again anyway. for joining us we really do appreciate yeah, it yeah matt as always oh, you're and- welcome and ho- hopefully i can talk to you on friday yes. and give you an update on what's to come saturday through the weekend so there you go yeah we also wanted to uh mention we'd received notification that the Lowe's and Madison Heights, they were planning a touch-a-truck event Mm -hmm. for first responders. That was planned for Saturday. They've now moved that. um, So they've moved that on into October. Okay. So if you're planning on uh, taking part in that, you know, just know that that has been moved. Colt with us from We Fix Stupid Computers. You're not going to be able to touch the truck now. Do what now? (laughs) You're not going to be able to touch the truck in Madison Heights. I cannot touch the truck in Madison Heights. Yes. Don't do it. I don't do it. Not this time. And no word on Get Downtown, whether or not that's still. I I mean, I checked earlier. It looks like this weekend. It is. is On Saturday. They moved it from Friday to Saturday. So, well, Well, wear your your rain boots if uh, they're still going to have it, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 831 CBS News Brief coming up. Janet and I'll be back. We're going to have a couple stories. The Five and Dine, of course, in the queue. I can give you a hint. The word muffin, the word muffin is in today's. Muffin. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So uh, muffin is in. Uh, Are you the muffin man? Not necessarily. That comes from, of course, Shrek, one of my favorite parts there. (laughs) Uh, Touch truck incidentally moved to October 8th. Okay. Got it. In case you wanted to know. 48 degrees in Lynchburg, 46 in Bedford, 48 in Roanoke and Salem, 47 in Danville, 48 in Appomattox. Yes. Okay. It's the uh, Morning Jam, 835. Got a couple stories for you here. Over the last several months, Loomis crews have been uh, working throughout Virginia installing ultra-high fiber speed internet for people. Uh, It's their efforts to uh, make sure that these rural areas are getting their high-speed internet along with new subdivisions like Farmington uh, that's uh, in the forest area. Also, Lake Vista, of course, that's been around for a while, but they're still working hard to get fiber into these areas. Uh, The next step comes uh, in the Lynchburg area with an estimate completion date uh, beginning at the end of the next calendar year. This project uh, works towards their goal to uh, just get it in as many homes as possible. I love it, especially for those homes that, uh, you know, they have to rely on cellular or, uh, you know, satellite dish, which can be expensive, like Hughes. As soon as you use up your data, they throttle you back to about a modem speed. That's if you can get it to work. Right, right, if you can get it to work. That was the most (laughs) ridiculous experience ever. Yeah, let me get that one over there. You've been playing musical chairs on me here. That's okay. It slows (laughs) down also. We have some customers who talk about the Hughes net, how slow it is. It's awful. Yeah, it's designed for TV. It's not really designed for back-and-forth internet. We had it for for like a day, and Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, nope. Yeah, <laughs> not my, gonna happen. My in-laws had it, and mm-hmm. uh, she kept my mother-in-law kept saying, 
It's very, very slow. And I said, well, let me look B2X at your package. B2X online, folks. That's that's pretty- a good site, yeah. And yeah. so Lumos ran their fiber optics all the way down 221. And so uh, our, our shop got it a few years ago. And if they're going into Farmington now, that's just it's just so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Good well, know. Governor Glenn Youngkin shared a positive message as uh, 108 new jobs are coming to Halifax. And uh, he said it was his honor to announce that uh, Iperion X Limited was going to be establishing Virginia's first titanium demonstration facility right here in Halifax County. Uh, in the Southern Virginia Technology Park. He made the announcement about the $82.1 million investment uh, yesterday and uh, 108 jobs brought into the area. Mm -hmm. According to the press release from his office, Phase 1 consists of $12.5 million investment in building construction and production-related machinery and tools and another $69.6 million investment anticipated under a Phase 2 expansion within three years of the initial development. Okay. We had the interview with uh, Matt Ferguson that we played just a little while ago. Uh, We did it in the first hour. Uh, We could experience, and our boss is in the house uh, this morning and uh, reminding us about our app, but we could experience some some, uh, power outages in our area. One thing's uh, really good when that happens. You can take us anywhere because of the phone and because of the apps and because of the online stream. That will be much more stable during difficult times with electricity out there so make sure you can go to the app store on your apple phone or your google store and get the free app virginia talk radio network and you'll see three daughters media that's our app it's orange there's a couple of them up there there's one just for 100.9 and then there's the one for the whole network Uh, if you do the one for the whole network you can get all of our stations including our cbs sports along with uh, our music station rewind 1039 and so that that gets all of our stations in the virginia talk radio network uh the lynchburg portal the lynchburg portal is also kind of this wholesale house for everything that we do so go to the lynchburg portal.com and be able to download those apps that way you don't miss any programming over the weekend i don't want to miss my gary on guns on saturday <laughs> i love gary on guns yeah good stuff One that app this. works great though oh it's yeah, a great app it, yeah i use it a lot in yeah, the morning it's a great app so there you go yep that's my story and i'm sticking to it all right then <laughs> good stuff well we've got five and nine coming up here in just a, a little bit and uh <clears throat> we'll be checking that out for you we were talking about uh free spoke earlier google mm-hmm. has a, a new competitor um that it says they're the whole point of that is they're not going to be um you know culling out stories right now you looked into that yeah and when you scroll down past the search engine it has current stories and it has like ap's version of the story and then you'll see right next to it maybe reuters or right next to it you'll see nbc news and and on the bottom underneath they kind of give you the perspective they have the elephant which is republican or right middle no no little uh, icon or the left that has the donkey so it tells you kind of you're going to get the same story but these are the perspectives that you're going to get that story from so that's interesting because huffington post we all know that right. salon and those others you know out there they're left-leaning and they just let you know hey this is a left-leaning source but you know you still can read the story and that way you get all the perspectives fox news falls under the right or republican Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool you can scroll down their their page and you've you've got all the the current stories not just the search engine well it makes it easier for me because one of the things that i always try to do when i'm looking at a story is i do try to look at all 
of the different versions yeah. because the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right. We talk about that a lot on yep, the yep. show. Uh, if you if you read all these different you know viewpoints, mm-hmm. you can a rational person can come in and go, all right, this is really kind of what we're what we're looking at here. And look look what happened. I used them to to relook up your story that you lost earlier. Mm-hmm. Now it's given me a bunch of what dogs know about us. Uh, yeah. on there so it's 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 neat See, they google, know a lot about us google doesn't do it that way so it is an interesting uh, way to do it i'm, I'm liking it well you so, know it's refreshing because free a lot spoke. of times when people try to come in and and like true social was right. trying to take over for right. uh, facebook and then uh, parlor yeah uh, but they don't operate as smoothly as, right. The, right. as the originals right. and then people to end up not using them right. they get frustrated this does not yeah. look like that's going to no, be the it's, case yeah. it's it's done very nicely with this one so, so that's kind of exciting. i was hot between the liberal and the conservative news to see both sides of the story yeah you yeah have in the to. browser yeah yeah I have three bookmarks saved up and just go through them mm-hmm. right because if it if it sounds too good to be true mm-hmm. chances are and unfortunately slanted. even on the conservative side yeah Absolutely. sometimes true. right and so you have to look at both if i know, if i find sides. a story and it's only on breitbart I'm not going to talk about it. But if I find it on other sources, <laughs> yeah. I, I will talk about it. Breitbart's good, but they will be sometimes a little too far to the right leaning in mm-hmm. my mind. So it's the word free, the word spoke. Now, where did you hear about this? Uh, Janet found it. I don't know where you got the source from. Um, this I, is it, really it, it cool. Just, it popped up in my uh, – uh, well, I mean, we try to we try to share this information right. with people because it's so hard to get to the truth oh, I anymore. Know. I know. Nobody knows that more than Sharon Osbourne. Um, oh, oh my goodness! Uh, uh, she she has uh, she's got an, a new uh, uh, program out where she's uh, I think it's called uh, Helen Back. I think is what it's oh, called. Well, that that kind of <clears throat> yeah, that speaks the truth for her life here lately. Yeah, it does. Um, she was on the five yesterday talking about cancel culture and she said one of the things that she learned uh, she she has a new fox nation docuseries it's called to hell and back right um and she said she she did learn a lot through that whole experience uh one of the things she learns is the more you try to defend yourself the worse you look yeah um hmm she made the the comment about the cancel culture's toxicity mm-hmm. how it almost destroyed her career wow. and how she plans on fighting it mm-hmm. good for her she said she was pretty peeved off mm-hmm. she didn't say that right and angry at the same time hurt with her co-host because especially one of the ladies she thought was her friend right she said, I sat next to her for 10 and a half years I, I really really thought she was my friend wow um and uh, Dana Perino said, I was wondering if I look back in the first 24 hours or even in your initial feelings of response, if you had it to do over again, would you have reacted differently? Do you have advice for people who worry this might happen to them? And mm. Osborne said, I'll give you the notes. Number one, I would have looked into the camera and I would have said, this was never rehearsed. This was not the show I was told I was going to be making this morning. You're wow. setting me up and I'm leaving now. Good. Well, yeah. But yeah. my head was, mm. uh, I was like, well, what is going on here? Right. She was more T-boned. She, oh, she, got she, T-boned. Was, she was absolutely totally. T-boned. Yeah. Um, and, and set up. Mm. She said, I was shocked. And then the more you try to defend yourself, the worse that you look because your her brain was going through so many different things. Sure. You know, you're supposed to be able to come out and freely share a variety of ideas yeah. and opinions. Sure. Um. And then you end up getting attacked by someone that you think is your friend. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with the betrayal. 
right mm-hmm. there live yeah, yeah live in front mm-hmm. of everybody mm-hmm. and you're also trying to factor in the fact that you're coming to the realization that your friends have set you up mm-hmm. and they're going to make you a, a sacrificial lamb yeah, basically yeah, absolutely and that's exactly yeah. what happened wow. and 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 for people that don't know this was over her friend Piers Morgan. Morgan who made a statement who literally did get up and, and walked, walked out. out yeah he did because he said what's going on with Merkel and all that mess um Megan and it's just bull. She's, she's right. being manipulative. Right. And, and it was based on the Oprah interview, if I remember right, correctly. Right, which we all felt that way. Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, many of us felt. I felt that way. I, I felt like it was just uh, manipulation, mm-hmm. attention-seeking, right. um, poor, pitiful, rich girl right. kind of thing. And so he was called a racist. and by Because she's part black. By default, because right. Osborne stood up for her friend Morgan, who she's known for years. He is not a racist. She, Therefore, she, said, she became a racist. She said, I, kn- I know him. She was basically told, you you can't weigh in because you're not, you know. Right. You, you haven't walked the black path like I right. have. Right. So it was it was a mess. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing this. It's called To yeah. Hell and Back. And uh, it's a docuseries. It's going to be on Fox Nation. Should be, should you know, be interesting, if you, I think. If you have to be something to be able to help somebody, your psychologist and, and your psychiatrist can't help anybody. Because they're dealing with people that have dealt with all kinds of really hard, hard stuff. But because they haven't experienced it themselves, you don't have the right to speak into my life. That's just crap. As my mother told me growing up, you cannot rationalize with irrational people. You just can't. It's a waste of time and energy to do it. That's why when you get on social media a lot of times and you're trying to present your view, you're not going to convince anybody. So it's almost best. It almost makes you look foolish. So it's just best not to even try to be political sometimes yeah. on on facebook yes but at the same time it's important that that people know they're not alone well that's true too so yes. and, and that but that's how they silence you you mm-hmm. see that's mm-hmm. how all that works yeah is they they silence you that way it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight we're breaking the silence right now five and dine is brought to you by our friends at fnl market they're on memorial avenue in lynchburg cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working really hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check uh they have great deals on things like uh chicken breasts we're going to get you some of those prices here in just a second we're in full-on soup and stew mode at our house um and i've got like hundreds of different recipes that i'm making this next recipe serves up great with uh with any super stew you might be serving it's a magical muffin it's a savory cheddar muffin. And the reason, the whole reason I started making this is because I had so much basil this time of year that I needed to use. This is a savory cheddar muffin with basil and scallions in it. And it's just terrific for a super stew. Set your rack to the middle oven position, preheat your oven to 375, and grease a 12 cup muffin tin with butter, oil, or spray. Then you're going to whisk together three cups of flour, one tablespoon of baking powder, one teaspoon of garlic powder, a teaspoon of sea salt, some basil, and black pepper. Whisk all that together. Then, uh, after that, you're going to stir in your four ounces of, I use extra sharp cheddar, so it'll be about a cup of extra sharp cheddar. 
and uh, a fourth of a cup of sliced scallions. And you're going to toss those in there and mix them well until they're fully coated. I break up the scallions so they're in little pieces and not the big chunks. That's how I do it. And then in a separate bowl, you're going to mix together one and a fourth cups of whole or 2% milk, three-fourths of a cup of sour cream, three tablespoons of unsalted butter that you've melted and uh, then cooled down, and then a large egg. Mix all that together and then make a well in your dry ingredients. And then you're just going to pour that over in there and then gently mix it together. It's going to look almost like a drop biscuit by the time the dough comes together. Then you're going to spoon it in evenly into your muffin cups, sprinkle it with some Parmesan cheese, bake it for about 18 minutes uh, in the muffin tray. Uh, and you can uh, switch that over, um, rotating the muffin tray about eight minutes in just to get even browning. Uh, and then you can brush them with melted butter at that point as well. It makes them really golden oh, and beautiful. Um, <laughs> you, uh, they're better if they're eaten the first day. Very seldom do they ever make it past the first meal. The so, golden frosting butter. The, the golden frosting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I love it. I remember that one. Our life's blood. Uh, if you want to see this recipe, just go to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dying. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share here on The Morning Jam, brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on whole boneless pork loins, two sixty-nine dollars a pound, and slice for free. Jamestown roll sausage hot or mild is two for six dollars family pack split chicken breast are a dollar 49 a pound family pack sirloin steak is 4.98 a pound and hormel bacon all varieties 4.98 for a 16 ounce pack sign up to be a vip savings club member by texting fl market to 833-605-1804 stop by fnl market today 2517 memorial avenue lynchburg their meat is a cut above The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Wind and Fire. That may be my favorite song right behind September. That makes everything better. Mm-hmm. Earth, Wind and Fire makes everything better. My wife's Pandora station. Earth, Wind and Fire. Yep. Well, there yep. you go. It's hard to go wrong with that. So, what are you listening to? What do you think? <laughs> and we sing songs while we're making dinner and all that fun stuff. But anyway. And dance. 8.54, no dancing you do allowed squirrel at my dancing? house. I can't. No, yeah, I do okay. the squirrel dance. Right. And I only know the squirrel dance. Ah. That's why I'm not allowed so, to do it. So, uh, you know, we think electric everything has kind of gotten out of control. Yeah. Uh, this is something you might be really excited about. I, I okay. don't know. Okay. Uh, a prototype all-electric airplane took no. its first flight Tuesday We've had morning. this conversation. Where did it take off from? Uh, Seattle. Hop? Oh, Seattle. 
uh, Washington State. Mm-hmm. Seattle Times reports that the FAA eventually certifies the small airplane to carry passengers. I don't think so. Not me. It could become the first all-electric commercial airplane. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, no. Mm-mm. You you have family. Well, you had family in Seattle. We had family in Seattle. Now they're in ca- California, right? Uh, no, we have family in California, too. My daughters. and uh, Right. My, yeah. They moved back to Atlanta, so they're only about six hours from us now. Okay. Yeah. So everybody's on this side now? <laughs> no, my my still... youngest daughter is still in Southern California. Okay. Yeah. Matter so you're going to jump on that electric Boeing? Yeah. we're Well, no, not next week. It we're going to only... jump on the uh, gasoline Boeing. Okay. It can only fly at an altitude of 15,000 feet. That's because it's got to get um, solar recharged, right? Does it have solar panels on it? I don't know. It's pretty Who scary. Who wants to fly in that? I don't. And not only that, do they not have these these things that they can do that they can <clears throat> shut down electricity? Are there? Oh, they not... can jam it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is, is that not something that the enemy I, does? I, well, what's it called? E, e, well, the EMF, the electrical uh, magnetic frequency. Yeah, yeah, they can they can you, jam. You I mean, we use that technology yeah. now. I I just think there's the, the, so many the, the things that thing can go with wrong elect- with electric vehicles. Is just I don't think people understand how third world countries are literally almost raped for the lithium it's a sure. they mine that they strip mine it and right. it's, it's terrible you don't see that part you don't see that part of the right and they're so expensive you know if you buy electric vehicle within a few years you're gonna have to replace the batteries thousands of dollars within about 10 years right but this is what we talk about on the show all the time this is what always happens every time humans are trying to save the world mm-hmm. they did it in the 70s we had to stop using um you know paper bags mm-hmm. In, in, the, in the grocery stores right. because you have to kill trees right. to get paper right. bags. You can't have paper straws. You have to have plastic straws. Now we know how much damage plastic bags and plastic if straws they, and due to the ocean. plastic bottles. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, as far as we were recycling glass bottles, now we don't do that. Now we've got you know water bottles and, mm-hmm. and soda bottles littering our oceans. Right. Every time we try to fix something, we create a bigger problem. Right. And you know on the recycling you mentioned... Um, have you noticed that they don't really don't push separating your your plastics anymore? Right. It's because I read something on that where there's dirty recycle, and mm-hmm. it used to be that you make a mistake in recycling. Now they have technology where they can just put it all together and it sorts it out. Really? And China doesn't okay. take, because we do a lot of recycling at the shop, and my recycler that I give stuff to, yeah. he doesn't take certain things anymore because China is not buying those things uh. anymore. <laughs> so if they really wanted to do something with plastic, here's my thing. <laughs> Get rid of the plastic bags at Walmart. Well, and all the stores well, well but they're but they're working on that mm-hmm. right okay. i mean they're 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 gonna well, start they're taxing, they're taxing in roanoke, you yeah. roanoke county I think. You're, you're gonna have to start paying mm-hmm. yeah paper more. really i mean you kill a corn stalk to get corn mm-hmm. so trees are the same way yes you do kill the trees but you harvest the trees right and you, you replant and you, and you replant. replant and they grow very quickly mm-hmm. and people don't understand all of that so right. they just kind of some out. of the biggest ec- ecological people are those that work in those industries because right. they know they need a yes. harvest in yes. 10 years or whatever. Right, And it's the same with fuels. There's so many clean technologies to keep the fuel, the clean coal and other like that. But, yeah. you know, anyway. Well, if you're a uh, fish lover, you might like this story. Okay. I, I don't think you've seen hillbilly hand fishing, the, the whole, the way they... I think I've seen some of that. Where they, yeah, I think you showed me a video. They call it noodling. Right, like yeah. You, you wouldn't want to noodle Hillbilly this catfish. Hand fishing. Yeah, they <laughs> literally go. They go in and they catch these hand these catfish mm-hmm. on their arm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! They they go up your arm and that's how you catch them. Wow! Oh, they uh, bite your arm. Yeah, like they come in and then they. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how that works. Um, there was a catfish angler from Big Rock, Tennessee, not far from the Kentucky border, and the Cumberland River. 
Um, he broke the Tennessee state record blue catfish, uh, breaking a previous record that had existed for more than 24 years. The huge fish weighed in at a whopping 118 pounds. Mm. Wow. On your arm. Yeah. I got a fish. It looks like something <laughs> out of the ocean. Mm. It really does. Uh, the one prior to that, the, the record that stood for 24 years, weighed 112 pounds. 118.7 pounds. How far arm does it come? Like, a, so you use your arm as bait? Like a regular, like a regular catfish? Yeah. Well, no. These, these. Oh, um, this, this is as, as almost as tall as this dude. I mean, there's no way he could catch it that way. So oh my he gosh, eats wow. the arm up to here, but really, then he picks up and he's got this catfish on his arm. Is well, 118 uh, pound catfish will break your arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's> what... <laughs> break your body. <laughs> Don't recommend canoodling or noodling. Canoodling. <laughs> no, nah, it's noodling. I think is what they noodling. call it. I've got videos. I'll, I'll show okay. you the videos. Right, I'll send them to you. I'm excited to see these. Guys, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Thursday. Yep, Life, Life Hack, Hack Thursday. Thursday. Maybe our friend will call us back. Yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie. Maybe he'll call well, us back. Been around. He's listened a long time, but he just got our phone number down. Yeah, he gave us some great Life Hacks today. He we'll sure have did. more tomorrow. Thanks for listening and being a part of our family here on The Morning Jam. Make today awesome. We'll see you Thursday.